welcome to this BJSM podcast that's sponsored by Isokinetic, and it's a great privilege to be with Professor Philip Nere. Philip, tell us about your talk in Milan. In uh, Milan, I will speak about uh, the patellofemoral disorder and uh, football. As you know, it's uh, a very frequent pathology in adolescents, and uh, also it's uh, not so common to observe some uh, patellofemoral dislocation uh, or patellar dislocation in soccer, but it could happen. And uh, what is interesting is uh, we can recognize some uh, uh, factors that can lead to a patellar dislocation. And so I want to emphasize these different factors that can be easily detected on, uh, on uh, X-ray. Only, only 10% of the patellar dislocation occur without abnormal uh, morphology. So we have a high chance to detect them before any dislocation. And are you saying you can maybe screen players and prevent patella dislocation? Perhaps not prevent them, but uh, we have to work on it to know if we can prevent them. But uh, we know the factors that can lead to patellar dislocation in terms of uh, morphology, and we can recognize these abnormalities on X-ray or on CT scan if needed. So, with very simple exam, we can uh, detect some abnormalities. Okay. And do you want to tell our listeners just the three or four features on the X-ray? Yes, of course. The most important uh, feature is the fact there is some trochlear dysplasia. And uh, a, a patient, a sports guy, can uh, sometimes uh, practice sports normally at a good level with uh, trochlear dysplasia. Of course, if there is several factors that are present, including patella alta or excessive TTTG or excessive patellar tilt, the, the patient or the sports guy cannot practice at a high level. But if there is only one of these factors, he's able to practice at a high level and it's a knee that is at high risk of patellar dislocation. And TTTG stands for? TTTG means this is the lateral positioning or the lateral position of the uh, anterior tibial tuberosity and the tibia relative to the axis of the trochlea. Yeah. So we can estimate it clinically. In the past, we called it the bayonet, but uh, mo more recently, we have the opportunity to measure it on X-ray or on CT scan. Now, the management of first-time patellar dislocation in a football player do you think that should be conservative or surgical? This is a, a, an excellent question. Even in, uh, the, uh, in the general population, there is some controversy about this subject. In my opinion, when the patient is young, he has a high risk to, have, to observe a recurrence. Also, if the patient practices uh, sports with pivot, he has a high risk to, uh, to have a, a recurrence. More. Uh, important probably are the uh, abnormal morphology and if the patient has several uh, morphological abnormalities of course he has a very high risk of recurrence. So it depends mainly on these factors. Imagine younger is the patient, younger is the risk to observe uh, a recurrent dislocation. So if, if the patient is an adolescent probably I will operate him. If he is 32, 34, and uh, he doesn't want to practice uh, football in the future, probably you can uh, treat him conservatively for the first dislocation.
Great. Well, look, I know you're very busy. Thanks for your time on this podcast and have a great day. Thank you so much.